you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. And gentlemen, you are listening to Sideline Talk. I'm the humble beast, unashamed hurt. What is y'all? I don't see in the place to be. What's up? What's up? Listen, we are finally down to two. The NFL season is dwindling down. It's coming to a close. The best two teams in the league are going to duke it out to see who's the best in the world. Period. You said that very excitedly. And, 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 right. And for those who don't listen, we are broadcasting from Baltimore. You said that very excitedly. From, for the biggest Lamar Jackson fan here. Yeah. Period. <laughs> you said that very excitedly. And you know what I hear when you say that? What's that? We got one more game until August. Ah, see? <laughs> See, you look at it that way. Yo, and I and I understand. Junkie, now, I, mean, I like basketball. I don't love basketball the way I used to. I like basketball. See, I love football. We got two more games. Because technically, like this this will be, honestly, this may be the most watched Pro Bowl ever. In Baltimore? Well, obviously in Baltimore. But I can <laughs> say, well, in Baltimore, this might be the most watched Pro Bowl in this decade, well, this this millennium, this century, this century. Since 2000? Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. Because I think the last one, like the only memorable Super Bowl in, in the 2000s, since 2000, might be the Sean Taylor hit on the, uh, on, on, the punter. on the punter. Okay. But other than that, I don't even remember that game too tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you got the, the MVP – the hottest, most talked about quarterback in the league is playing in this game, mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. And he's electrifying every time he touches the ball. Mm-hmm. So I feel like ratings-wise, this, this should be the highest-rated Pro Bowl in recent years. Should be. I'm partial on that because I don't watch All-Star games. Very. I just – anymore. Like, gotcha. I used to watch the NBA All-Star game, and, you know, you got the high-flying dunks and, mm. you know, for three and a half quarters, and then that last seven quarter, that last seven minutes of the game, they strap up. All right, let's, let's play. Let's see who's going to win this. Right. I only see them do that anymore. Like, when they stopped doing that a couple see, years ago, see, that's when I stopped watching it. See, but, see, your, your statement describes how it is now. You said three and a half. Before, it was only a half. You feel me? The first half is like, all right, let's play around. Second half, you know what? All right, let's buckle down. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, went, from, went from the second half to, all right, let's do the whole fourth. Now it's three and a half, literally. Yeah. It's ridiculous at, at times. But 
I mean, and again, in the nineties, you got. I feel like you had more pride on the line as far as defensively. Yeah, and like, then and then the team Elijah one ain't just going to sit there and let Shaq, you know, come in and take his spot as the best center. Right. Jordan and Pittman, they known for lockdown defense. Right. And I think the AAU circuit kind of plays in, like, messes that up because a lot of the top stars have played with each other yeah, in AAU ball. Was you know what I mean? At some point. Yeah. So, yeah. But NFL, let's just break them down. The Titans. Titans put up a, val- uh, uh, a valiant effort. They went up 17 nothing on the Chiefs and then gave up five straight touchdowns. <laughs> I'm just, just calling the fact. They lose to the Chiefs 35-24. San Francisco takes care of business. They San Francisco, put it this way. San Francisco made half of the world watch something else early. Mm. I, I Listen, if you sat there and watched that whole game, either you're a 49er fan or a Packer fan, period. Or Other than that, nah. Can I be petty? You ain't watch all that. Can I be petty? Go ahead, help yourself. Or you just wanted to watch the demise of Aaron Rodgers. But you seen that all year. <laughs> it just, it's, it's all year. <laughs> it did something to my spirits to see like, Aaron Rodgers go down in a blaze of glory like that. I don't know why. Why why, why Rodgers? I don't like I feel like Aaron Rodgers gets every single pass there is like he got one ring in like ten years, and they give him every single pass. Mm-hmm. Like he's the greatest thrower of the football. Well, yeah, y'all just said that about Dan Marino. Seen y'all can be saying that about Patrick Mahomes. So what does he really do? But that's how that's how it <laughs> should be, though. That's right, how it, it should, should go be. Forward. You're yeah, right. it should go forward with the next because they watched those that came before them. Yeah, and they studied it and they said what they did wrong and try not to duplicate that. But. Again, once you're the greatest throw of the football, and that's what you rush your, your loins on. Right. Once you're, that, once you're not that anymore, what else then what? is there? He's hella accurate. But then, like, it's, it's, it's starting to go away. For accuracy. Yeah. He's I, not going to oh, be in that that's, conversation see, with that's the what, That's what it is. Because that's he's not going to be in a conversation with the touchdowns. That's Drew Payton. All right. Call. All right. Let's, let's be he's honest. Not, he's not going to be in a conversation with, with interceptions because he don't take chances. So it's like, what? Do you do that's not? What do you do that's special? Because you don't take chances. You went seventeen. You were down what seventeen nothing, and you had seventeen straight completions for twenty yards. Mm. Like you're not taking chances. You're not going to beat any team when you don't take chances like that. Gotcha. And there was a stat that um, I believe it was Colin. It was either Colin Cowherd or uh, Shannon Sharp. Like the only time. Aaron Rodgers threw for double-digit interceptions. They won the Super Bowl. You have to take chances. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a strong case. Huh? You might be the one, the only person in the world who have that take on Aaron Rodgers that way. It, it, it's it's warranted. Makes a ton of sense, and. Ain't no not. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, everything you're saying is fair. Like, yeah, it makes sense. Get back to that Titans game. When the game became 21-17 before the half, the Titans might as well just stayed in the locker room. 
because they were not tackling Pat Mahomes at all on that run. And you know once you got that type of lead and you oh once you once you're trailing, Derrick Henry becomes less and less of the game plan. Yeah. And you're asking Ryan Tannehill to get in a shootout with Pat Mahomes and those weapons. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I like Corey Davis. I think we Corey Davis should have been a Raven. I think AJ Brown should have been a Raven. Nah, I think I'm fine with Hollywood. George <laughs> still out. I'm fine with Hollywood. George still out. I think we got the wrong Brown, but nah, George still out. You saying that your Brown played the whole year, and Hollywood still got more touchdowns than him. And, he a and, burner. But the reason why I like and half receptions and, and damn near more than half his yards. He's a burner. But the reason I like AJ is AJ does all the dirty work. If you ask him a lot, he's going to do that. If not AJ, then Debo. We played last night, and is going to be playing in two weeks. I mean, I'm not knocking Marquise Brown. I like Mm -hmm. Marquise Brown. I just like those two receivers better than Marquise. I understand. Especially for a system where he's asked to block. I understand. In that game, Titans, Chiefs, like you said, it was – I think everybody watching the game, including Titans fans, had that feeling. Once they started scoring the touchdowns and went up 21-17, to 17, I think they're like, yeah, this thing is over with. They just – they just felt it. Because even before that, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the couple drives before that, the Chiefs made an adjustment to give Mahomes more time to get rid, you know, to go through his progressions and get rid of the ball. And then defensively, the importance of having a dominant player in that nose, in, in that nose, is so paramount in that game. Chris Jones, whether he didn't make the tackle, he was just so, so disruptive in the run game and in the pass game. And then when he got tired, 64 came in and was a straight man. Just, excuse me, you're not blocking me. Like, you're not, like, it just, it went from the Titans blowing him up five, six yards off the ball to, hold up, to a stalemate. Like, I feel like one drive, Derrick Henry probably had, Maybe four yards, if that. It was like one, negative, maybe three. You know what I mean? It was, it was just crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. They did a, a wonderful job of uh, making the adjustments. And then once they went up, 21-17, come out in the second half, and gets, um, they punt, matter of fact. I think they did punt. Yeah, they punt. And then they forced the Titans to punt. And then they, once they got the score, yeah, this thing is over. And then the beautiful thing that I thought um, was was showing how great Andy Reid was. All year long, the narrative has been about Kansas City's ability to strike early and often, throwing the ball through the air. But I like to point out the reason why Kansas City beat the Ravens earlier this year was they ran the ball. In that third quarter, Kansas City, I forgot what drive it was. Kansas City put together like a nine-minute drive. 
They featured Damian Williams like crazy. And the Titans couldn't stop the run. Period. And then once, <laughs> once they, all right, cool, let's, let's just jump out and plan for the run, he hit him in the air. Beautiful gamesmanship by the, court, by the uh, coaches and coordinators back and forth. I thought it was fun to watch. Mm. Extremely fun to watch. Um, I don't know why Andy Reid gets, I don't want to say negative critiques. I just don't think he gets enough positive critiques for what he does. Mm. Um. I think if you look through and anybody listening, anybody, a historian of the game, please show me a coach with championship coaching tree. Multiple. <laughs> Just saying. I'm, I'm on that short, I can say a list. I'm by myself. I'm literally by myself. I'm the only one that would say Andy Reid is the best coach in football and truly believe it. I'm the only one. I think he's second. I think he's second since like 2000. I feel like he's the. I feel like he's been the best. Period. Right. I mean, if you, like I said, if you're looking at coaching tree, I feel like Belichick creates robots. Like, no, this is my system. This is what we're going to do. This is a robot. So when they try to go elsewhere. It don't really work because you ever taught him how to coach. I feel like Andy Reid brings coaches in close to him, not really set him on their lap, literally, but, mm-hmm. yo, this is how you coach. This is how you reach out to people. This is how yeah. you relate to people. Right. You may not be right. a, a play caller, but you're going to be able to relate to people right. and get people in to fix them to, right. to be this able how, to do what you This is how you do. build a team. Right. Yeah. And right. like I said, and, but, and it happens. With it, multiple coaches. You got Doug P, you got John Harbaugh, Eric B. Enemy is gonna be something if he if and when he gets uh opportunity. Who else? Um Mike Holmgren was under Mike Holmgren, <laughs> Andy Reid. I Mike think Mariucci was under, uh, Mike McCarthy was on Andy Reid. I think um, Mariucci was under Andy Reid. It's a bunch of like successful coaches like throughout history. Throughout his whole lineage. If Chicago ever get a quarterback situation correct. Matt Nagy might be on that list too pretty soon. Because, yeah. I mean, he only got consistently Green Bay ahead of him in that division. You disrespecting him. I mean, consistently. I, mean, I can't call. You can't say, all right. I can't call Minnesota consistent you know at all, yeah. Because they just started. They just started. Like, what quarterback they had in your, in your lifetime between Randall Cunningham? Between Dante Culpepper and Kirk Cousins, that was viable. Other than old man uh, Brett, that's like old man Brett, old man Warren. <laughs> Only two I remember. Warren was before him, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Only two I can remember. That I asked you, like, oh. exactly. And hey, I wasn't man. even okay with Brett. Like honestly, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. I don't even feel like getting into. But I feel like Brett is Aaron Rodgers esque. Yeah. Twenty years. Get the minister of defense and boom, mm-hmm. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I I just think Andy Reid is 
I look at everything. Everyone points to Belichick's ability to um, being consistent and getting his team to the championship every year and winning and his play calling and making adjustments and all this and that. And it's 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 rightfully so. But what don't get mentioned enough in the same breath should be the fact that the division he's in hasn't been competitive his whole tenure. Been competitive or have been um what's the word I'm looking for? Not full with idiots. Right, his whole not tenure. dysfunctional. I get what you're saying. <laughs> his whole tenure, you arguably got the best quarterback to ever play. Hands down, the, the most successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, defensively, he learned under Bill, Bill Parcells, and that was just great. Right. And he had some great players, and he he coaches defense as well. Andy Reid, on the flip side, he hasn't had the luxury of being in a weak division his whole tenure. Looks like he's in some of the best divisions, honestly. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the early 2000s, <laughs> you can really have, especially when Eli was winning. You got that. You got the fact that the quarterback situation, McNabb was, was outstanding for him. I feel right? like every quarterback he gets... It's productive. Learns, yeah, it, it, it's productive. It, yeah, it's productive. Like, every single one of them is productive. From McNabb to, to Vic to... Vic was the MVP candidate under Andy Reid. Right. McNabb, McNabb was the MVP candidate under Andy Reid. Alex Foles, Smith. Nick, Nick Foles, Foles was solid before he left. Like, yeah. he, he was solid then. He earned the payday to leave. Was that... I thought that was um Chip, but... Okay. Like, uh, no, 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 no. Was it Chip? No, no, no. I think it was Andy. Okay. I think it was Andy. It might, I might be wrong, but we'll see. Thank but Alex know. Smith, number one pick who some was like, well, he ain't really playing up to that. He might be bust type, right. like underachiever type. And then he has like his best year with yeah. Andy Reid. He's just throwing touchdowns without throwing it to a wide receiver at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Andy just gets the best out of his players. That's why I feel like Freddie Mitchell. We know Freddie Mitchell because of Andy Reid. I feel like as far as Belichick, he creates robots, and he has these receivers that try to fit this one little yeah. mold. Um, people already having a hot take on um, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, let that go. Let or that like, go. He should have got DK Metcalf. Nikhil Harry is a roadrunner. Let that go. <laughs> Nikhil yeah. Harry can catch. Nikhil Harry isn't a problem. The problem is you had Nikhil Harry who can run and jump, barely be able to run, and no, nah, don't don't jump. Yeah, like mean, you, you put a sailing on your wide receivers yeah, and wonder why you don't your have system. a wide receiver that you drafted. He don't fit your system. <laughs> and that should be a knock. Like you pick a guy that don't fit your system and then complain about him not fitting your system. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like. That's just that's just dumb to me. But anyway, let's move on. The our second game, you seen the demise, so you you had to you had to break this one down. All I seen was Raheem Mostert touch the football, pick up twelve yards. Debo catch it. I mean, Debo take it like on a sweep, 
about 12 yards. Most to get it, about 30 yards. Somebody breathe on him, he in the end zone. Most it, most it, most it, most it. That's all I was seeing. Like, good night. And then, and then not, then not only that, it's like the way San Francisco defense flies to the football. Like they, their cover three was so solid. Aaron Rodgers had to take the underneath stuff, and by the time the ball touched the receiver's hands, the corner was down making the play. The linebacker was there making the play. Corn Alexander was flying all over the field. It's like, man, San Francisco putting on a show. Like, hey, we really the best team in the league type of show. That's like what they wanted to put out there. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought it was impressive the 10 minutes I watched. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Oh, 10, they scored, scored. Scored, it's over with. I don't need to watch this no more. Mm. Um. I'm 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 a tough critic on Aaron Rodgers. I felt like he was okay with taking the checkdowns and the you know the close to the line passes, um, and that's exactly what San Francisco was giving him. Right. Like here, yeah, take the checkdown. He tried Devontae Adams once deep, and he smacked. He hit on that one. The one I seen hit. Not like the one at the end of the game where he, yeah, not that one. Oh, all right. It was like a 20-yarder he had Devontae Adams with, and he was like, nope, we ain't doing that no more. And then <laughs> roll coverage that way, rightfully so, and everybody else. <laughs> everybody else. Anybody not named Devontae Adams that want to catch this ball, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Y'all can do it. I mean, I seen <laughs> a couple, some some throws that was like pretty. Now, the one towards the end of the game, that one where he burned, that was just a great wide receiver doing what a great wide receiver did. Beat Rich from the line and then stack. Right. No way you can get past that and Aaron delivered a perfect pass. That was just perfect wide receiver play. Mm. That's how you, this textbook is how you teach your, your wide receiver once they get that separation and get past Bye. the corner, stack them. <laughs> Bye. It's over with. <laughs> Perfect. It was textbook, and it was the best play that they ran all day. Well, what'd you say? Because, like you said, you you're tough on Aaron Rodgers more than anyone. Would you say it's a call? How much percentage wise? What would you attribute yesterday's performance by San Francisco to their defense being that good, or? Aaron Rodgers notoriously plays it safe and don't like to take risks, and he's been away his whole career. I'm going to give San Francisco more credit. I'm going to say it's 70-30, honestly. Um, Aaron Rodgers was was safe, and he wasn't taking the, the, the challenge when he was challenging him to throw it deep. Mm-hmm. But if he would have thrown four interceptions for throwing it deep, that's that's a bad challenge anyway. But their defense came up with a game plan to not only stop Aaron Rodgers, but to stop Aaron Jones, too. Mm. And Devontae Adams was like, once you take away those three weapons, yeah. and, and not, your running is going. And not to mention early turnovers. It's like every time they turn the ball over, San Francisco scored. Yeah, they had. Yeah. Now, that fumble, people was 
I remember in the Super Bowl. No, that's was, different. That fumble is different. Like different. Yeah, because that fumble, it was under the the it it dropped underneath the center's underneath the center and immediately like went upfield. Okay. Cam situation. Cam looked at it. Was like. <laughs> Should I jump on this or what? Because Aaron looked at it too. Yeah, like, but it's like, well, she, I'm not going to, I'm going to dive and crawl under. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, Aaron, you good. Cam, uh, Cam would have had, yo, nobody was around the ball with Cam. He just looked there like, I ain't about to lay down and have somebody <laughs> jump on me. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, that's the way to look at I ain't going to argue that one. Um, but. I think San Francisco came up with a game plan and they executed their game plan. They did have Sherman follow Devontae Adams in the beginning. It was a part of him that followed Devontae Adams. And got smoked. For the first no, you talking about at the end. Oh, all right. oh, all right. oh all right. like the first quarter. Uh-huh. It was like a couple of series where he had him following Devontae Adams. But it okay. still wasn't a man to man situation. It was Devontae Adams lined up over here, I'm playing my cover three zone over here. Makes sense. Makes sense. That happens from time to time. Like, that's part of travel. Will we celebrate the corners? And we'll get into that, uh, Revis's comments, shortly. Um, I think San Francisco had a great game plan. And this takes me back. And this, this is the X-Files theory that I have. Uh-oh. Meaning, don't believe, don't take too much into it. The first half of that Atlanta Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan called them plays. The second half, Marty Monaway called that shit. Listen. It was no listen, way in the half. The way he consistently Al, runs Al, the ball now, there's no way in hell he called that second half. Al, Al, stop. You stop playing, stop, sh- stop showing favoritism. How much show favoritism? Because. You saying that, you saying that now, and you're overlooking the fact that he didn't run the ball consistently to beat the Ravens. If he runs the ball instead of putting the ball in Garoppolo's hands in Baltimore, they beat us. You see what I'm saying? You learn, you learn from your mistakes. Like, yo, why you? Why the hell did you? Like, Mostert was getting, like, six yards a clip. Most of them had, like, 130 shots. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's fourth and short. Why would you – why are you throwing the ball? It's third and short. Why are you throwing the ball? It's like, think about it. Like, he went – he learned somebody somewhere, like, yo, bruh, we lost that game. It looked, it looked exact – it looked very similar to how we lost in New England when we was in Atlanta. And like he said, you know what, never again. Never again. I don't give a damn. It's not if it's ten in the box. We're gonna find a way to run it. It's gonna be some cute, some way to run the ball. Might be Debo. Might be uh, Sanders. It might be Mosa. It might be Breed. It might be Coleman. Hell, it might be. It might be Kittle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just think he learned from his mistakes. And listen, not again. Like his pops called me. Like, Look, bro. You need me. You need me to take over. <laughs> Right, you see what I'm saying? Like, yo, stick to a run game, and yeah, I just think he learned from his mistakes. Like, ain't no three strikes. Like, I lost two games I should have won by not running the ball. That's how I just I look at it. Yeah, Super Bowl matchup won't be interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll bring it. We'll make our picks next week. But just just looking at it, what San Fran does well defensively, and what Kansas City does well offensively. Listen. Somebody gonna win. Somebody gonna lose. Listen. Let's <laughs> say it's a hell of a all, match. All I'm gonna say is that cover three ain't stopping. If I see Tyreek up the seams, I'm just saying. Listen, listen, they're going to force you to play. At some point, they're going to force. San Francisco going to have to play man at some point. And it's going to get out of hand. The only hope is. I feel like that zone not going to stop that speed, but I feel like that's their best matchup. I don't think anybody anybody can match up one-on-one. You got to play some type of. Only thing about playing zone is at some points there's there's holes in every zone. Right. And when you got that much speed and that creative of a mind in Andy Reid and that and he's a veteran at it, Mm -hmm. he done seen everything and he got the speed where he can pull you out of your zone. And Mahomes got the arm strength to put it damn near everywhere. Yeah. You see what I mean? So it's like shoot. Your only hope is how great can my front four be for one game? If Kansas City starts slow, that front four can be great. Right. If they start slow like they did these last two playoff games, and I think they were trailing. They were trailing both games. Um, San, San Diego, L.A. In week 16. Probably. And they're trying to, yeah. trying to lock up the second season. Yeah. They, they started that game slow. So it's like, look, man. The front four is going to be paramount on both ends. For for San Fran, Bosa going to get off. Ford got to get off. That just the rotation with Armstead and Solomon Thomas, and I'm missing somebody else. I'm missing somebody else. Buckner. That's what I'm thinking about. Buckner. Right. That rotation, even and then having Sheldon Day from Notre Dame too. Like that rotation is going to be so important. Then on the flip side, with Suggs and Chris Jones and Tano and Frank Clark, like this is gonna be fun to watch in the trenches. Like the game, it's really gonna be one in the trenches. This is exactly why I get depressed when it's in the football season because that matchup. I love love the chess game of football. Yeah, I never played basketball for a team. I don't know the chess matchups of basketball. I know, all right, that's your guy being a one-on-one. Like like how you do on the playground. I know that. No. That's what I play. No, but football, I understand the matchups, the chess movements. There's a bunch of one-on-ones, and you got to win these one-on-one matchups. Yeah. But the chess game within the chess game of making adjustments, I love. Yeah. Now, that's <laughs> the thing. If you learn the chess game of basketball, you will understand where I'm at with it. Like, this is amazing. Your, 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 your appreciation would be like, like I've never, never looked that deep into basketball. <laughs> it'd be, it be, it be some amazing stuff. It'd be some amazing stuff, especially with Doc Rivers. It's like, yo. I know Doc is a great you coach. You are know, amazing. Great coach. I know K is a great coach. Especially out of a timeout. So, uh, I know Wright, these great coaches. Villanova. Oh, man. It's crazy. But, I mean, at Villanova, even though they yeah, made Jay Wright. He's a great coach. I, I, mm. I can understand and respect mm. when you got Bill Self. I understand mm. when you got great coaches out there. And in that accident of O's will overcome a talented team like a Kentucky yeah. or 
North Carolina or, or Lakers. When they out, yeah, when they outmatched. When you had the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> when you outmatched, <laughs> your culture comes right. through and puts you in situations. Like, okay, right. I understand that part. Like, yo, but <laughs> the thing, the thing that football, like football, doesn't end at sideline talk. So that's that's why it's exciting because it's like, all right, let's just see who's up next. Who's the next one? Who's the next crew is up next, and what class, like what group is going to be dominant? Like the year before, uh, last, last year was the tight ends. Mm-hmm. This year it's the receivers. Yeah. Like and now this the twenty twenty draft is like all right, who's what's the next group? You know what I mean? The twenty nineteen the receivers was just unreal, like. A.J. Brown, hit. Brown, Brown, Hollywood, hit. Metcalf, Debo. hit. Debo, hit. Deontay Johnson, hit. Terry McLaurin, hit. Miko Hartman. Miko Hartman, hit. Um, That's seven already. Um, NC State guy. Um, Darius Slayton. Slayton, yeah. Hit. Who's the NC State guy? No, he was in, yeah, he's in D.C., but Terry McLaurin was getting off more than him. Okay, Ohio State. Yeah, that's Ohio State, okay. yeah. That's, that's eight receivers. That's eight hits. Yeah. Like, that's a hell of a good draft yeah. to get eight receivers hits. Yeah. And all of that's multiple rounds. Let's throw out multiple rounds. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think we missing somebody else. Not Farrell. I think we missing another somebody else. No, Kirk was the year before. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they got somebody, though, besides. Who that? I feel like Arizona got somebody. They got Hakeem Butler, but he was on IR. Yeah. Butler. Yeah, they got him and uh, Andy Isabella. This uh, this pa- past draft. Andy, okay, I like Andy. Yeah, yeah. He really good off yet. Yeah, I but, like Lazard. Like he didn't really good off yet. Was Lazard last year? Right, he was yeah, before. Okay, yeah, he's before the year before. Yeah, they starting to run together now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's been some good, been some hits. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Let's see. I put it in a shop in a stop it kind of way. Shop it or stop it. Now, I don't even want to pref. Well, shop it or stop it. Darrell Revis was Darrell Revis' comments about Richard Sherman was not out of line. I'm going to stop it. I think they were out of line. Oh, hello. Sherman Douglas. Come on, Al. That is pretty. Why, why would they use Sherman Douglas? <laughs> like, like, why would you use Sherman Douglas and Kimba? Like, we know who Sherman Douglas is, but why would you use, why would they use Sherman Douglas? <laughs> like, yo, like, what is that's the score, right? Ain't this the score logo? Yeah, yeah, the score. Come on, y'all better than that at the <laughs> score. Like it's a it's a uh, the score put up a a, a picture. Um, the most losses to one player without a single win. Uh, as you know, the Lakers and Celtics play tonight. Um, Kimba Walker is zero twenty eight versus LeBron James. They pull up. Sherman Douglas being 0-30 against Michael Jordan. Like, come on. What these? <laughs> oh, that's what... I love a comparison. Like, come on, man. 
Only thing Sherman Douglas and Kimba got in common is they both play point guard and they both play for the Celtics. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. That game's nah. Mm-mm. Nah, <laughs> man. That's just stop it. Just stop it. And they both might just be six feet. I think we've been generous with Sherman. He might have been a little shorter than six feet. But anyway, you say Revis was you stopping it. Yeah, I think Revis was out of line with his comments. Because you're saying it based off the beef in previous years. That's yeah. That's why you're saying it. Yeah. I don't think we you can think, say you it think was it's inaccurate. You, you okay okay. All right, cool. I don't think what he said was inaccurate. All right, cool. Um I do feel like what he said came at the worst possible time. Yeah. Like you just saw this man successfully have a great, successful all pro not all pro, uh Pro Bowl season. I don't think he was all he might have been all pro. But you just saw this man have a successful season. Humphrey no one was Humphrey Peters. The Gilmore I think Gilmore. Gilmore. It gotta be True Davis White. Better be True Davis. It better be the full all pro corners. Mm-hmm. They no, hell no. But one nobody better than four. Right. Rightfully so. I I said all pro, I meant to say yeah. pro bowler. But just man just rehabbing Achilles that came back and was on a great what, thirteen and three team? Yeah. It was just fourteen and twelve the, I mean four and twelve the other year. Yeah. So why would you do that now? Like he you just seen this man rehab himself to get right. back to a Super Bowl. Right. So why would you take now to, to bring up a beef? And you retired three years ago. There's no more beef. Beef over. Exactly. <laughs> It, it it was a little I I'll, I'll stop it. It was a little out of pocket because it did. It was like it, like you said, it's 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 like you bringing up old beef, and then at the same time, it's kind of like it's like he wants to crown Sherman as one of the best corners. Period. But the fact that he don't travel is 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 hindering that tale. Because when the corner that travels is not strictly man to man. Like for the majority, all right, cool, they put your man you and you travel. But if you in a zone, are you still travel to where he's at and run your zone at? You see what I mean? Like and, and he's done that he, a few times. But but that's but, not. But he at his best in cover three. Look, right. like, and I, I think, I think, I think that shouldn't be like treated as a slight because Josh Norman was really good in Carolina in the cover three. As soon as he leaves and go to DC and got to play something else, nah. Well, when they play a cover three, looks in DC, he ain't as good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, if we seen Richard what? Sherman line up one on one in a man situation and just get destroyed, it's just that's it's just some people like that's not his strength. Like, okay, put him in his cover three, where he can put his butt to the sideline, keep everything in front, use his use his brain. You know what I mean? He ain't right. gotta flip his hips as much and turn and run because he ain't that quick. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, this is what he's good at, and he's great at it. Right. Like most people are good at, he is great at at that, and it shouldn't be anything to take away from him. He's but a corner, he's a great corner that can play the ball 
in the air very well. Yeah. And he plays cover three very well. Yeah, he had, you know, back in the LOB days, he had the best two safeties over top. Nigga, that helps, that helps your situation. Yeah. Can't I mean, play close, Earl play deep. And then, Earl, and then Earl was so good in rangy that he covers both both sides. Right. <laughs> so it was like, hey. And then Sherm earned a name with it's like, hey, look. Just leave my side alone. Right. Let Earl go over there and help Maxwell. You, you know what I mean? Go his side. That's yeah. the same thing as having a shutdown corner where I, there's a receiver. You're not yeah. going there. It's the same exact thing right. to me. And if I'm running a man scheme, yeah, I want Reavers right. over Sherman. But if I need to run that cover three. If I want an overall, as an overall corner, I take Reavers over Sherman. Right. But if I'm running a cover three, right. Sherman, no, Sherman, I, that's, that's just that's just that's yeah, what you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that would be he'd be on the list. It's, and I feel like they're both great at what they do, so there's no need. Right. If you're talking about what they I, do, I you feel know like what they're it number is? one at what they do. I think I think in some circles or in some conversations that, that he is privy to, or like throughout his day or throughout his years, people actually believe Richard Sherman is better than Revis. And that's just like Revis. That's but not, they both that's not true. Them. <laughs> like they both gonna end up with a gold jacket, and their bus gonna be in the Hall of Fame for hours discussing it. Right, like, all right, right. <laughs> it's like, like, but Reeves, we understand. Like, if you talk to your peers and people whose opinions really matter to you, they tell you, "Now nah, you the better corner." Yeah, you got three, like you got three to four more years, right? And, and, and your bus gonna be in camp. Right, and, right. Like, like it's other, it's other corners. Like Richard Sherman is not the best corner of football. No, like and. Right. That's like it, I'm trying to get which point was he ever the best corner in football, hands down. I think he had an argument because of what he did, but that was it. Exactly. Corner. You man to man. Never, he's not in that conversation. Right. You see, exactly. Exactly. Reeves so it's like because he played man to man. Right. So it's like, come on, they Reeves. both had great pass rushers and a scheme in front of you to have that quarterback get the ball out quick. Yeah, I think I seen he might have been joking on this, but I seen Ocho comment on it, and he was like, "Well, I did get past him, but he only had three seconds to throw the ball." He's about um, <laughs> oh, Revis. Revis. Yeah. yeah, he's like Revis ain't shut me down. I only had three seconds to get past him, and that's. I mean, he was saying it tongue in cheek, but it's, you it's can't do it. You ain't had a, you ain't had the time. because well, right. Rex was sitting everybody. <laughs> it's just that simple. Rex was sitting eight, and you got Revis on one corner, from right. on the other. Right. All right. Take the poison. <laughs> Throw it up quick if you want to. They're going to take it. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. I don't like them going back and forth on something that they don't even play the same exact position. Yeah. Like, he can go back and forth with Pat Pete. They don't need to go back and forth there. <laughs> because well, Pat Pete got an advantage there. <laughs> like, hey, I seen your pass rush. Have you seen mine? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Chandler Jones, huh? Yeah, prime Chandler Jones. Yeah, huh? Prime Chandler Jones. Yeah. And, and New uh, England, New England had him what, like three, four years before that? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, who like was, man, who yo, Calais Campbell, for a little bit, right? <laughs> Just for a little bit, and he still had a. Hey, yeah, that would be you a better say, conversation. Man to man corners. That's 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 your competition. As <laughs> Sherman and Josh Norman go at it. That's that's their competition. Yeah, cover three. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. Let's see. The draft is a few months away. Um, right now, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Everyone unseen the NFC, I'm sorry, the, uh, the national championship where Joe Burrow had, like, he capped off an amazing season with an amazing game. And, like, he ain't make no, 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 no bones about it. He said, man, I want to go wherever, <laughs> whoever paying me. That's where I want to go. First of all, how did that sit with you? Joe Burrow himself don't sit with me well. Why? He's talented. I just don't think football is his number one passion. He just don't seem like that guy that's in cold weather down 14 is going to be the guy to lead you back. I just don't see a fire or passion with you. I just don't see it. I see a front runner. I see a front runner with Joe. As long as I got my bread, I'm good. All right, where did this come from? Okay, all right. I'm trying. I'm trying to just watching Joe year from one year to the other year. Like it just don't add up to me. Is it Joe Brady? That's because he had the same weapons last year. And he had Joe Brady last year, right? Yeah. I don't know if he had Joe last year. I feel like he, he may have. I don't know. I think he may I don't have. Know. There's a difference between last year coming in and then this year where but I just don't feel that passion. Could it could it be a situation where last year was his um first year as a starter in college football? It could be. And then just like Nah, Joe Brady was with the uh, Saints last year. Okay, I thought he was. Offensive assistant, and then... And then, yeah, he was a passing game coordinator this year. And wide receiver coach. I don't think people understand... That, don't, let that, don't let that be taken for granted. That, that dynamic. Quarterback pass game coordinator? Passing game coordinator and the wide receiver coach. That dynamic is special. Okay. I don't think people realize it as much as they should. I probably don't. Because Joe Brady, you see with, like you said, something got to be different. It could be Joe Brady because he had the same weapons. Like you said, he had the same weapons last year, and this year is the best season a football player has ever had in college football, according to many. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to get, oh, my gosh, what team? What team was it? Oh, Clemson. Okay. Dabo Sweeney. Same okay. thing. Wide receiver, he was a wide receiver coach and a passing game coordinator. Okay. You see what I mean? Like, don't take it, don't take that too lightly. Like, there's something hmm. in that. There's something in that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But looking at Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, I know they said they, they're not rushing it, they're going to do their due diligence. On Joe Burrow, what would be 
the best thing for Cincinnati to do was the number one pick. Trade it. As a fan, like like not not being not as a Ravens. All oh, right, right, right. Just just being Bengals GM, I would trade it. Al, if you're not, you listen, know what listen, you're, right, go if ahead. you're not going to get Chase Young, the only other option is to trade. Do you know what you're saying, Al? I know what I'm saying. As a G, I right, listen. This this the picture the president is going to paint for this GM. We have been the laughing stock of the NFL for over. Well, I take that back. We've been the laughing stock of the NFL. The majority of this millenn- this uh, century, mm-hmm. we haven't had a solid quarterback since Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. We just won what two games? They won two games. Something like that. We coming off a two game season where we couldn't really sell. We couldn't. We couldn't like half the stadium was was fans of the other team. Seventy percent of the crowd was fans of the other team, mm-hmm. and I had the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And on the plate, I just watched a quarterback has the best season of any football player in the history of college football. Mm-hmm. Only person you could even argue that was remotely close to it was Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Going for like we had twenty six hundred yards, and then this was before they counted the bowl game, and he had like two hundred plus in the bowl game. Right. That had been damn it three hundred yards rushing, like <laughs> that's incredible. But you see what I'm saying? Right. Like Burrow, Burrow has yo, Burrow has sixty touchdowns. How many picks he threw? Was it like in the single digits? Like seven, I think. Good sixty to seven, sixty to seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Pass on him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, the pass rusher, I think he missed, what, three games? Mm-hmm. And he had, what, 16, 18 sacks? Something like that. And you tell me trade the pick? I'm saying, if like, you're not, yo! if you're thinking Joe Barrow, you're yo! better off trading the pick. Oh, man. Joe Barrow is not the quarterback that we think, that you think he is. He's not. So, as a GM, you're willing as to live GM, with him. I got two prospects right. ahead of Joe Barrow. All right. One can't stay healthy at all. So why would he be in front of him? And I He's need, a better I need, player. I need, I need seats. I need seats. Uh, asses to seats right now. Who is going to put asses in seats? He may only give you eight games. Depending <laughs> on what line you put him in front of him. <laughs> but for them eight games, they can go and sell the fuck out that stadium. All right. But listen, listen, listen. Listen, you got all right, all right. You said Tua. I can't look at Tua. Like, okay, he got a hip. I've seen Dennis Pitta be great in his career in short with a hip. I've seen Bo Jackson. I've seen Bo Jackson is great and in short with a hip. And you telling me this quarterback who is He's mobile a prospect and and is a it will be a better prospect. But I mean, I'm not in a situation to play prospect. I got you. I understand. Like, I'm not in that situation right now. I understand. Now. He's a he's a he is a Miles Garrett tackle away. I understand. From That's why you trading your pick. That's why you're trading your pick and get more picks. Uh, That's why. Because you're getting your quarterback and then you're getting your line to protect said quarterback. Which can either be 
mobile Tua or slightly less mobile but more deadly and accurate Herbert than Joe Barrow. I got them two over over Joe Barrow for me. I do. Mm. That's a tough sell. That's a tough sell for Or you're staying at number one and you're getting Chase Young. Stay away from Joe Barrow. If you stay at number one, get Chase Young. But even with Chase Young, that's not a sure thing. None of them are. We seen we seen the flash in the pan. None of them are. You thought Kyle was none of them. But, but but let me ask you this. Chase Young, as great as he is, and thankfully he played at Ohio State, that's not going to put 70-plus thousand in the seats. But Miles Garrett ain't putting 70,000 in the seats. He's not. Like, since it, like Cleveland drafted Miles Garrett and still had the number one pick the following year. Right. I understand. <laughs> and he got a quarterback. But, but you were ahead of I can get Cleveland. A, I can get a quarterback. You were ahead of Cleveland for most of the decade. Now you're behind looking up. I, I get what you're saying. Now you're in chase mode to Cleveland in your own state. I get what you're saying. But I'm looking at it. I see Baker. I'm seeing the MVP. I'm seeing the consistent Pittsburgh who has Roethlisberger coming back healthy. Do you want Roethlisberger to stay hurt? Do you want to stop your MVP? Do you want Baker Mayfield to keep his non-accurate ass in the pocket? Get Chase Young. Joe Burrow is not going to outdo Baker, Lamar, or Ben Roethlisberger. That's a tough sell. Joe Burrow is not going to outdo Baker, Lamar, or Ben. What about about free agency? What should they do? Is it because free agency come before the draft? Is it possible that... They can let Andy Dalton walk and pick up a different quarterback in free agency, and then like if they if they go to Ch- if they go to Chase Young route, why would I why would I draft a quarterback that I'm not too certain of? Should I, should I just wait the following year for Trevor Lawrence? Are you planning on picking number one again? That's what you're doing. Not to tell I'm picking number one anyway. If I pass on, if I if. <laughs> I got so many holes. I'm picking number one on top five anyway. I ain't say top five. I'm picking number one anyway. If you're picking number one, if you're guaranteed to pick number one, skip quarterback completely. Be Chase Young. Get your offensive line. So by the time you get Trevor Lawrence, all right. So all that set. All right. Okay. All right. So let's look, right, let's let's give some names out. Who some offensive linemen the Bengals should target. Because you had in the, in the free agency and the draft. Like, who, all right, we got Chase. Right we fact, got we, well, p- players. You even period. Get offensive line. Get them to train this there because y'all was on your third and fourth everything on the line. I guess it was on a fifth string center, third string left tackle, fourth string right. T- like everybody was hurt. Your whole <laughs> offensive line. Get a whole new train this there. Right. You need to be scouting first. I sure hope they weren't stretch, stretch injuries. So I'm looking at it. Like I, I would say, the first and foremost, they gotta figure out what they're doing with their uh, free agents to begin with. You ain't play AJ Brown all year. I'm sorry, AJ Green all year. So in my mind, he's gone. In my mind, he's gone too. I don't think we reach. I don't think you reach a deal with him. 
Yeah. The, I don't think you would want to deal with him, honestly. The fact that you bench Andy Dalton, just the, well, the fact that you benched him, period, in my mind, he's gone. Is he even, is he a freak? He's a free agent. He should be a free agent, I think. Is he free, free? Hold up. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble finding him in the top. Hell no. You ain't going to tell me 50. You ain't going to tell me 50. I'm looking at the top. Hold up, cuz. Y'all geeking. They can't, nah. What is this? What side is this? I ain't even give you no, no love on this site. What I'm looking at, they got a list of 100, the top 100 free, no, agents. Not free agents. Right. Not free oh, all right. I was about to say, ain't no way in hell. Yeah, just went that right. I'm going to say, ain't no way in hell he ain't <laughs> in the top. You gonna tell me you no? Know, uh, I understand he playing well lately. You gonna tell me Ryan Tannehill is better than Andy Dalton? I don't give a damn. No. I ain't. I ain't believe. I ain't going for that. I ain't going for Marcus Mariota better better than Andy Dalton either. I ain't going for it. That's I ain't going for it at all. So you got thirty two year old and AJ Green. That is a free agent. Walt. You got twenty eight year old Dequez Denard. Walt. That's a free agent. Tyler Eifert is a free agent at 29. You might be able to keep him. Um, I think who else? Andrew Billings at 24 is a free agent. Probably just to keep him. That's tackle, right? Defensive tackle, yeah. Might be let him walk. Might be let him walk. Um, but the names they should be looking at, obviously, in the draft, you got Burrow or Chase Young. Nobody else is in the conversation. In your mind, is Chase Young or trade? Yeah, Chase Young or trade. Chase Young trade. I'm pretty sure everybody else would, would say Burrow. I think Burrow or Chase Young in that conversation is a bad idea, but I, I still want yeah. to in that conversation. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're saying that because that, that means that means I won you over. Because <laughs> I said it like, don't jump on that that QB well at number one when you got so many holes. Like take the defensive guy who's a stud, and uh, then build build your team. Build your build from the inside out. Before, before Burrow took off. Okay. This is this is before, this is before. I was and saying this before before LSU and Alabama. Okay. This is way before that. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Tua would be number one for me. Yeah, and even then I'm like, nah, I don't go that. Yeah, but even then I was like, nah, I'm not taking the quarterback. At the end of the game. And yeah. I'm not even going to put this type of – no, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to hang myself with that type of rope. Yeah. But my favorite quarterback and Herbert, at the end of the game, I saw some similarities. <laughs> I see what you said. But I ain't going to hang myself with that rope and say he drew it. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't jump out there like that. But I, I would like to see – the problem with the Bengals, they they will have money. It's just the destination. It's being that it's the Bengals. It's gonna be tough to attract some of the top free agents. So they're gonna have to build through the draft. It's just that simple. They're gonna have to I'm hit with- on offensive linemen. Like the biggest change will have to come in the draft for them. Period. Like that's how that's that's where they at. I mean, I think that's where they quote unquote failed at. 
before. I mean, taking yeah, they got some pitch. hits. They got some hits in the draft. It's just some just some misses. Taking early picks on on John Ross. I feel like he could have been there later. Taking early picks on um, not, Billy only, Price. Not only did they take John Ross, but if I'm not mistaken, you already had Boyd. Was Boyd already on the roster? I think he was already with, with was they they might have been the same draft I'm thinking about. It might even be the same draft, John Ross and Tyler Boyd. They may have doubled down. Possibly. Because if Boyd was if Boyd was on the roster, that was a hell of a dumb pick. Because John Ross came in with Corey Davis and Mike Williams. Sorry, Mike Williams, Corey Davis. He was drafted before. He was the top he was the top ten pick. Right. I'm trying to think where was Corey Davis. Corey Davis went five. He went, yeah, he went right. five. And then, and then Mike Williams, I think, went seven or six, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, like the, top three, <laughs> the top three receivers are gone by, not, by, by pick ten. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like you could have waited on that one. I feel like you could have waited on the Billy Price pick, especially picking him over the MVP. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah. Because right around town was he's a prospect, not a. I mean a project, not a prospect. Right. You believe that? So. Yeah, I'm looking at this list of of uh, free agents, and I, like, I'm I'm throwing some names out there as the top guys. Uh, like Dak Prescott's on this list, obviously, because he did. He's not. He's a free agent. We don't expect him to hit the market, though. Um, but Jadavian Clowney will be out there. That could be interesting. That would be to worth go a along. Conversation, but yeah. I mean, when you say he want to play for a contender, contender, so that's that's out of the question. It depends on what number you throwing now. Right. I think Yannick will be out of the question as well. Unless it's it's something amazing payday. Chris Jones been in the been, is in the Super Bowl. That's gonna be hard to come off <laughs> in the contract. That's gonna be hard to come off. But he like, gonna want to get paid. But that could work well. Chris Jones don't really. Well, I mean, you could put him next to um, Geno. I mean, they could wreak havoc inside. That'd be nice. But guys like Brandon Sheriff at guard. He had a tough break because he had, like, the injuries. But if he's past the injuries, Brandon Sheriff is one of the best run blockers in the league. Yeah. To go with, with Mixon and you feature feature your, your offense through Mixon next year, that, that could be a good look for them. That would have to be the look anyway. Yeah. Going with Byron. Even if you have a young quarterback, yeah. Joe Mixon would still be the feature guy. Yeah. Offense. It should be. Should be. Going for, like, somebody like a Byron Jones at corner. Could be nice to pair because, like, you got Kirkpatrick, who's who's the injury bug starting to get him. Darquez Denard, he's a free agent. He never really panned out to his first-round billing. Um, William Jackson, he has his moments. So, but that would be nice to see Byron Jones. Opposite of that, that, that could work. But, like, tackles, you got Anthony Costanzo from the Colts. I don't think the Colts can let him get away. I don't think he's going to the market. <laughs> I don't think he let him get away. 
Yeah, it's, it's it don't look good, Cincinnati fans in free agency. You gotta hit the draft. I'm sorry. You gotta hit the draft. Look at <laughs> <You gotta hit laughs> <the draft. laughs> this list. Like, nah, it gotta be the draft. You gotta hit on the draft. Too. You gotta hit on the draft. Can't have too many misses like we like they've done in the previous years. Um, but you got what? One, two, three, four, five. You got one. You got three picks for sure, and then you got three picks in the top top three rounds. Yeah. And they. Sorry. All right, so listen. Let's do this. Compensatory picks. So four seven. so they address. They address, they go your route. Take Chase Young one. Second round comes comes around. The QBs are off the board. Then what do you do? I think you build your offensive line. So who, who's my starting quarterback? Because in free agency, I can't entice nobody to come. You got Andy. All right. Go with Andy and um, who, who old boy they back? They, they, he started over. Finley. Ryan Finley. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Right. Finley. So you go with Andy. Go with Chase Young. Andy, one more year. Give him one more year. To Second round, time. you go O-line. That's what you're saying. Second line, go O-line. Third round, go O-line. Fourth, get a receiver. Fifth round, go O-line. So you need three three different spots. So, but what you're saying that when I'm listening, their biggest issue in Cincinnati is the offensive line. Offensive line consistency and health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Price hasn't been healthy. You drafted him number one pick. He's been hurt for the last few years. Right. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Let's go. And you drafted a number one. From uh, Alabama, right? Yeah. So, no, so, so basically, they they going your route. He was hurt last year. Yeah, but they so, okay. So they gotta get healthy. Yeah. So, but listen. <laughs> all right, Al. Again, I'm all right. I'm the president. I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm not giving up on Jonah Williams. No. Because he was the best left tackle. That's why I say three other. One of the best tackles. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving him Billy Price just yet. All right. But your three other linemen need to be filled. Well, let me think. Who else is on that squad? They got. I feel like they they addressed the like they addressed the line the yeah. last two years. Jonah Williams, and then you got somebody named Michael Jordan in the fourth round. Yeah, from um, Ohio State, the guard. Yeah. Oh, my God. He could move. He could move. Mike can move. Listen, what you as a, G, as a GM, as a GM, it's like, look, it's hard. I'm telling you now. It's the way it's looking, they ain't passing on. They ain't passing on Joe Burrow. That's what I'm thinking. 
That's what I'm thinking, because you got... They're looking at it. Jonah Williams at left tackle. Go Mike Jordan. Billy Price plays center. I feel like the other guard is pretty good, though. I feel like they got a, a solid lineman somewhere. I can't think of his name. They got a solid lineman on that front. I'm drawing a huge blank right now. Let me see. Let me see. Where we at? Where we at? I feel like they got somebody solid in the trenches. Let's see. No, nah, not solid. Like, Bobby Hart is decent. <clears throat> Jonah. Go Billy Price. Yeah, because Billy Price is jumping for John Miller. And leave Mike God, like Mike Jordan at left guard. He'll be a year better. Yeah. They, they solid at, like, Tyler Boy will be your number one. John Ross, he couldn't stay healthy, but he was solid when he was started. He started to come along. So you could use another receiver late or in a draft somewhere. Defensively, you're killing it with Hubbard, with Pratt, with Geno, with Dunlap. Vigil is a sleeper. Carl Lawson. I like them there. It's good. Defense. Jesse Bates is solid. Sean Williams is cool. So it's like, hey, in them, in their eyes, it's like, look, if they take Bur- I'm telling you, they taking Burrow. In their eyes, in their eyes, they taking Burrow. They really don't have a fit for Chase Young. Like, what's wrong with their front now? Their front is their, is their bread and butter. They have no problem getting to the passer and stopping the run. They have no problem with that. It's the problem is they on the field to them. <laughs> so it's like they need some they need some offense. They need some type of offense. I'm telling you, they <laughs> Yo. Yo. I'm telling you, it's gonna be Burrow. That's what that's it gotta be. It gotta be. That's gonna be damn near as bad as making Baker Mayfield That's not even bad. Like like you give it like Okay. Woo. I ain't I ain't ready to jump off that with Baker yet. I feel like Baker gets a raw deal because Baker can play he's just too immature. Because that's that's the reason he gets a raw deal. It's an immaturity factor, and it's, and it's like, hold up, man. And you get Joe can play. Joe Barrow's gonna be twenty four by the time he plays in the NFL. Yeah, that, what's wrong? That's fine. What that mean? He's as old as a whore. That's all. Oh, here you go <laughs> with that again. 24 is old. I mean, quarterback fans are they 42, 45. Right, that's right. All right, that's old. You got, you got, you ain't got 20 years in you. Match, you got about 16. (laughs) 16 years, that's your max. You're 40 years old. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he'll be, I'm, I'm interested to see it. I'll say in that championship game, Trevor Lawrence answered some questions, but then he left some questions for me. Because I always wondered if, well, and, and then on the flip side, I still got questions about Joe Burrow. Because I always looked at both of them like, 
They're throwing to wide open receivers. But then Joe Burrow had to hit some throws with corners in good coverage. Um, Trevor did that as well. But then once once LSU made the adjustment and like went to like some zone look that Trevor it's like he couldn't really make the same throws. He was overthrowing. He was underthrowing. He was leading them too far. You know what I mean? It's like, huh. Yeah. And then Burrow was just like, look, I'm chilling now. I'm, it's, it's seven on seven still. So it's, it's, it's still some questions out there. But, but is he gonna have it's the still. Same, not the same weapons, but is his offense going to run as smoothly as it did in LSU? Right. And I get what you're saying, and that's a that's a, a that's a good conversation to have because when you just look at the tools that this man has, he got everything you want. He can move. Mm-hmm. He's accurate. Mm-hmm. He got a pretty strong arm. Mm-hmm. He got the prototypical size and weight because he was like six five ish, six six. He's a big. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's a big, big quarterback. Yeah, and he can, and he can move. My issue he is, shows some toughness. My issue is never physical with him, though. Yeah, but but that's the thing. It's like your only issue with him is saying he's a front runner. And what's happening when you down fourteen? And it's like, well, if, if if I'm thinking that way, I'm hustling backwards to a degree. I don't ever want to be down be. fourteen, and, uh, yeah, especially is, especially if I got him with Joe with with mixing. You see what I mean? Like this is the same thing that that killed. Um, Deshaun Watson draft stock. You see him so much that there was questions start to sneak into your mind. Like, okay, what is this? All right, now listen, and, and that and, could be that with Joe Barrow. Right. I watched a lot of LSU. But, and, and you're the one. Is. You're the one who's who's a big fan of Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? To me, Deshaun Watson was always that guy that's going to fight no matter what. He was down in Alabama. He came back. So you uh, <laughs> you ain't see LSU come back. No, that's, that's the that. only thing. Is that LSU when they? I mean, LSU came back against Clemson. They came back against Alabama. Like, so what's the what's the for, problem? For seven, but it wasn't their weapons <laughs> outmaxed their defense. Yeah, Deshaun Watson had weapons, but his weapons didn't outmatch Alabama's defense at any point in time. That's a lie. His weapons did not match Alabama's defense. That's a lie. Hunter Renfro was not better than any corner Alabama had. No, that's a lie. No. The championship year, I seen Mike, Will Mike Williams been. take advantage of Anthony Avert. That's a hype matchup, yeah. <laughs> Period. I seen Hunter Renfro take advantage of Anthony Avert. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, Hunter Renfro take advantage of Marlon Humphrey. Like Hunter was Hunter is a, is a rock runner right. with amazing hands. Like I get what you're saying. Like name wise, you'd be like, well, they they this, because cause it's Alabama. But and it's Alabama scheme with Nick. Saban. They got a squad. They had a squad, and they had pass rushers that they, was just out. They had a squad, and they had a coach. Manus. They had a coach. I was, and I feel like LSU this year was so much better weapon wise than Alabama and their defense this year. You know, Nova Sean, Nova Sean Evans. You know, um, 
hand, no, you know what I'm saying? Like the top names that Alabama was putting for, they didn't really put forth this year. This was pretty much a down year for Alabama defense. So that that shouldn't do nothing to to Joe Burrow's stock, though, because it's, doesn't because, do anything to Alabama because they don't like they don't have the, the names per se. But it, it still got talent for Alabama yeah. defense. The same way that Bo Auburn Nick. defense wasn't down. Same way Bo Nix fried uh, Alabama. Who was Bo Nix? In Alabama. Who I mean, Bo Auburn. That's Auburn, right? Auburn quarterback. Right. The same way he fried Alabama defense. Their defense just wasn't up to the task this year. Hey, you play who you play. You play who you play. And, you, and, and in them situations. But LSU led more times than not in a lot of those situations. Yeah. I don't see a guy that. Football is his passion. I don't see a guy that's going to, all right, let's go ahead. Let's win this. Like I saw I saw that out of Deshaun Watson. I watched that Deshaun Watson is going to beat Alabama. I said it here and y'all laughed, but I, Deshaun Watson is going to beat right. Alabama. Right. You got Dabo, you got Deshaun, that's all the hell you needed. Right. Against Nick Saban and his defense. But not to mention, he also <laughs> had Mike Williams, top 10 pick. Um, who else he had? He, he had a squad. He, I can't think of everybody now. He had a squad. Pretty much dominated Alabama. He had a squad. Jordan Leggett at tight end. He had a, he had a squad. I can't think who else was on that, that team. He had, oh, what's my man? They went to, um, Deion Kane. I think he was on that squad too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a squad. It was a fair fight. The better quarterback won. I put it that way. It was a fair fight, the better okay. quarterback. That's before. fair. I mean, that's fair. But my thing is, you say Burrow don't have, you don't see passion. You don't see football as his love. It's another quarterback that came out last year that damn near everybody was saying the same thing about. And you said he was the best quarterback in the draft. I did, and I was dead wrong. And I'm making that <laughs> So, so that, that's what it, all right. Is that, is, I'm going to ask, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. You can see talent. That's what it is. You can see talent. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, you can hey, see man. talent. And that's the thing. When you put talent on the field, you can see it. What I can't see is your heart. I can only judge and guess on it. To that. a degree. To a yeah. degree. Yeah, to a degree. And your mentality. Like, you yeah. can only judge and guess. I'm not talking to yeah. these guys like how NFL quarterbacks, I mean, right. NFL teams are. Right. So I can only see what they put out. And when I saw what they put out, it was great talent. Right. But they screwed Rosen twice mm. to me. This is my thing. The um, Let's throw out some names in, in the draft that they um, should look out for. I know we did. Uh, it's never too early to scout. I know for myself, I saw this super late. Okay. Well, what, but um, I looked at some. Start? I looked at some edge rushers. Okay. I didn't look at. Looked at some edge rushers today. Okay. I'm starting with edge. Well, I wanted to start with the interior pass rushers, but I'll get back to that because I, I went to the the bigger names. Now I'll say this: I, I'm not scouting Chase Young because he's projected to go number one or two. Ain't no need to scout Chase Young to me. Like, I've seen Ohio State play. I've seen them flash and make plays. Actually, it, I take it back. There's a reason to scout Chase Young. But I, I ain't do it just yet. I'll go back and see if it's if it's all hype or if it's warranted. Because 
this wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise if he's a bust. Jeez. Yeah, it wouldn't be. You okay. know what I mean? Because it's like Mario Williams was amazing mm-hmm. coming out. He's that was NC State, right? NC State. Yeah. Okay. Mario Williams, but then he ain't turned out to, to be that. And it's been it's been like there was a couple. I think Courtney Brown with the State. yeah. Okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm gonna go back and um, scout him. AJ uh, Epinas- Epinensa mm-hmm. for um, Espenza. Espenza, right? Thank you. For Iowa, he is legit. Size, power, speed. He has it all. And whoever gets him are are extremely happy. I'm looking at him. He's a top five pick. In this day and age, he got to be top five. I'm not even – I don't care what what the – like, who is – I don't even damn who's the top five. He's going somewhere in that top five. five. He has to be. He's in that top ten. I don't know if he's in that He should be top five because he had – like, his talent, put him on any team, they they, they better. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like that. Like, wow. It's – He's talented. But – And that probably can definitely rise depending on – Right. What happens in the next few months? I looked at a couple names. Um, first one I looked at was uh, Khalid Khaled. I don't know how this kid's pronounce his name. We see we seen Khalid in the nineties. It might be Khaled. I don't know. Kareem out of um, Notre Dame, number fifty three. He edge Russia for uh, Notre Dame. Wells and Betters. I don't do. Um, was bad and all that. I just say, well, what he does well now, what he has to improve on throughout his career to be as great as he possibly can be. Was well, he got a has decent eyes. He he doesn't get fooled much. Um, solid initial punch off the ball, some speed, a decent motor. He ain't you know balls to the walls, whatever. But he's a sound tackler, tackler, and then um. He gets off blocks well. And what school was this again? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Like, ain't nobody just washing him up the field. Like, he, he gets off and make plays. Um, he needs more. What he has to do better, he needs more variety in rushing the passer. It's like it's all – it's like he doesn't have a plan when he rushes the passer. Like, mm-hmm. some stuff, like, you, you don't want to have a premeditated, like, I'm going to do this no matter what. Mm-hmm. But it's like initially, like, all right, cool. I'm looking at the, the leverage. I'm understanding down and distance. I know this tackles. He's he got a long first step. You know what I mean? It's like you got to play. If he does this, I'm doing this. Right. Like he doesn't. He rushes as though he don't have a plan. He it's like all right. If I get there, I get there. Um, I don't know if this is a, a issue per. Well, to me, it's an issue. But he hugs the line of scrimmage. It's like the neutral zone is here. I've seen him line up a couple times where his head, the crown of his helmet is in the neutral zone. He got away with it a couple times. Okay. So it's like you're that close, and it's like you're not really, you're somewhat, like you're, you're disruptive to a degree. So I'm like, he could he could be better. Like if he work on his, his, his uh, craft, he'll be a solid pro. I don't think like nothing – Amazing, but I think he'll be a solid pro. 
Um, this one is quick. Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. Number 24. We just got done saying Alabama had a down year in defense. 6'5", 252. All right? Mm-hmm. This is what he does well. This is what I put down. I'm, I'm dead serious. And I watched more than one game. He has speed. And he's explosive. What he needs to be better at, getting off blocks, setting the edge, tackling, improving his eyes, playing in space. Okay. You know what that sounds like to me? Right. Tim Williams. Because you look at him, it's like speed. Only thing Tim Williams had a Euro step right. that was that was just killing linemen. He ain't got that. Mm. And his motor, it reminds me of Tim Williams. Like rushing the pass, oh he gonna give it his all. But when that play going the opposite way, I ain't chasing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you made me not even want to watch y'all. I'm just yo. I'm like oh, this Tim Williams all over again. Um. Gross Matos out of Penn State. I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna just try to make let me do, do this quick. I ain't got no betters just yet. He's six five two sixty five. He gets the PLR gold star gold medal to me. PLR for me means play like a raven. This kid plays like a raven. He uses his length well. He's quick. He sets the edge. He's physical. He has an extremely high motor. Um, sheds Brock sheds the blockers quickly. He puts pressure on the tackles. You know how, like, receivers run up on the corner's toes and give them out that backpedal? He pushes – he he puts so much pressure on the tackles immediately, it's like they have no chance. And by him doing that, he's in, he, he's forcing the quarterback to get to make a decision quick. He needs a double team. Every single game, you have to double 99 for Penn State. I don't give a damn if you got the best tackle in the in the in the, in the country. You gonna have the double ninety nine because he that big, he that quick, he that um, strong. He has a speed to power move. The speed to power move is his bread and butter. Butter. He jumps up the field and he'll take you like I'm, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. Bung. Excuse me. Like he he got strong. And he I seen him slap a lineman out the way. Get out of here. Gets inside, make a play. He gets skinny between the uh, guard and tackle. This kid is a problem. I don't see him getting outside the top 15. So, however, if he does sit outside the top 15, just know Erdogan Cost is trading up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, if he hear Erdogan Cost trading up, oh, we getting my toes. Okay. No way, no way fans bust about it. I think, I think Chase Young, my, Chase Young, uh, Iowa, Spencer. yeah, Spencer and my, Gross Matos are the top three. Mm-hmm. What I've seen so far, the fourth best pass rusher is Curtis Weaver out of Boise. Okay. I like her. I don't know what it is about, like, I look at Curtis Weaver and I was confused. Because he looks so much bigger and he looks bulkier than he, what he listed at. He listed him as 265, like 6'3". I'm like, hold up. But he's like a speed rusher. He jumps off, like, jumping off the line is like a little overrated. But he has this thing where he gets off the line, he flips his hips. He gets his hips outside the tackle where they can't really do nothing with him. 
And he's so strong and quick, it's like he's always putting pressure. And then it's like, wait a minute, he could play in space. Like, they had him drop in coverage a lot. And I'm like, damn, he moved pretty good for for you know, for an uh, edge rusher. He's moving really good. He tackles well. Um, he got moves. He got a speed to power move. He got a power to speed move. He got a rip move. He got a spin move. One thing he does, if he does a straight bull rush and he don't win initially, he's spinning. His feet never stops. It's like, look, bro, I'm get, I'm do what I need to do. I think, I think he a problem. He a problem. Wherever, wherever he go, he gonna be a problem. He needs to improve his eyes in getting off blocks, though. That would be the best thing. If he get off blocks a little quicker and improve his uh, his, his vision. Especially nowadays, if he, he going to see the NFL going to be doing even more read option now. So, yeah. But he is a dog. Yeah. I, they So far, they're my top four um, edge rushers. So, on offense, I watched wide receiver, and most recently I watched interior lineman. Um. Yo, Roland Stupid, he'll be he'll he'll YGM kills the dog. That's petty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so maybe he can smack the cat. <laughs> he he ain't dropping past fifteen, yo. There's no way he drops past fifteen. Interior lineman I watched. Um I think number one interior lineman to me is Tyler. I'm gonna call him Off- badass. Offensive line. Offensive line. Oh, wow. You look at the offensive line. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and, John, I need you to check my research on this one. Just make sure my eyes ain't lying to me. But to me, Tyler, I'm, I'm just calling him Badass because I don't know how to pronounce his name. B-I-A-D-A-S-G. All right. It looked like Badass to me. I'm going to call him Badass. All right. Um, 6'3", 315, play center, can play guard. Strength is ridiculous. Once he gets a latch on you, you're not going nowhere what way he wants you to go. Mm. Um, pass blocking, he can handle a bull rush. Um, got great technique. He don't lunge or reach when he's blocking. Um, run blocking. Boy, when he wants you to get out of that hole, he will turn you and pretty much yam you up That's at the up. line. That's what's or up. Or drive you downfield. Whatever one you feel like doing at the time is going to happen. Um, one thing that I don't really like about him, um, not really like, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it a B. Let's put it that way. I'll rate it as a B. It's the lowest rated thing I have is him pulling down the line. That's when he starts to lunge and reach and not Mm -hmm. really stick with his, his, uh, his foundation and his, you know, his technique. Right. He starts to lunge and reach. Does he play through the whistle? He plays through the whistle. All right, cool. Yes. That's what I like so, to see. He's a physical guy. Uh, my like second that. one is the guard out of Oregon, uh, Shane Lemieux. Yeah. Um, he can pull. He's strong. He reaches and leans a little bit more than Tyler does, but I gave that a B. Um, he's good in pass blocking, but you may be able to catch him with like a speed move. Stutter step, Euro mm. step, or whatever, get past him, but not often. And run blocking, he's dominant. 
Um, Oregon was more pass happy. Right. So you didn't really get to see him run block as much, but when he did, it was it was there. It's like that. What do you, what do he play? Um, I believe he played. Is he guard? I believe he played guard. Okay. I believe he played guard. But both, I think both of them are named to play guard or center in the league. Either guard or center in the league. Nobody just left him in interior lineman. Right. Um, I watched a little bit of Solomon in Georgia. What's his name? Solomon Tinley. Um, but he's my third rated. He's he's strong. But everything else I gave was B minus two. Um, I think he benefited playing next to Andrew Thomas as well. Mm. But that left side was pretty dominant. Mm. All right. That's going to be my next one. He got me hype. I want to see Badass. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. <laughs> I don't even know what his real name is. He's going to be Badass from now on. <laughs> Badass, but wow. Badass, I don't know. It just looked like badass to me when I, when I was typing. I'm like, yo, is this nigga named Badass? Six three, three fifth, three sixteen. Unanimous All American. Damn, this first year, third team All Big Ten. Next year is first team All Big Ten. Remington Trophy winner this year, best in the game. Yeah. Mm. I like you. Go take definitely jumps out. Like nobody getting past show at all. No type of move. No type of bull rush. Like he's definitely running to a brick wall. <laughs> Do you see him? How? What's his um draft range? Maybe. Sounds like it's definitely a first round pick. Yeah, it's definitely first round. I want to see fifteen to twenty. Hopefully, fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Roland says, as much as I know we need O-line, do we need to draft one early considering the positive impact Lamar has on the, on offensive linemen? Listen. I'm in the case, for and against that, honestly. I'm for because we keep going with these late-round guys and hoping they pan out. But I'm against it because most of them do pan out. Yeah. <laughs> Mariano was, what, third round? Yeah. Five years from whenever you decide to retire, you got a gold jacket with his name on I'm looking at it like, um, I I would rather, John said late first is not early for me. Okay, late first is not early for him. So, badass at late first round, that's, like, that's a good pick. I'm, that's what yeah, I mean, said. I think it's a good pick. But, I think people who just casually watch the, the game going to be mad that it's, you know, it's a center and the offensive guard or whatever. Nah, but you need that. But we know that we need, need that. that but Bad. most people will be like, damn, we ain't get a wide receiver. Damn, we ain't get, you know, outside a tackle. For some odd reason, we better not draft a goddamn tackle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm looking at it like we should. But I think the wide receiver class is so deep that we probably wherever we pick in the second round, if we want to go that way, we can still get a go. I ain't looking at receiver yet, but offensive line wise, I would like to see him address that in free agency. To be honest, like 
you had problems in the, in, in the interior. Makari didn't look like it down the stretch. Um, most of y'all never really believe in Skur. Like the offensive line was masked because of Lamar. That's what that what was said. Yeah, so grabbing like what's his, what's the boy in Pitts, uh, New England? Joe Thunny, okay. the guard, left guard. He he made All Pro this year, second team. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent. Okay. Why not take a run there? I mentioned Brandon Sheriff earlier. I know he's hurt. He's been hurt, but if he's healthy, if that is past him, so he's still, yeah. No, he got. You see what I'm saying? But if he's healthy, like the Ravens have a good does a good job of doing their due diligence and seeing who's healthy or not mm-hmm. before they bring him in. If he's healthy, I say take a run to Sheriff. Like if Yonder retires or not, like take a run to Sheriff mm-hmm. because. One thing he's going to do well is run block, and that that will be a good look. Um, you on the bookends, you're solid. So, yeah. I'm good with both them two there. Which we, yeah, I, I, I don't want to call it a loss, but we're going to lose the what was the the Hurst backup, James Hersey. Yeah. He ain't a free agent. He's a free agent. I thought they gave him a little four year deal, and y'all was pissed off. I think it was a three year deal. That went three years ago. It was just. <laughs> just like two years, maybe last year. Two well, years ago. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. But hey, hey oh, look. he might be—he might be a cap cow. I know they said there's a good possibility we lose him. Remember, a cap cow. All right, because we we're so great at. I that. mean, I, I would take a look at free agency first for offensive line, especially mm-hmm. if you get a, a all pro type of player. And, and then, and then it's enticing. That's got to be enticing. Hey, you're in the O-line. We just won 14 games. You love being the aggressor. Everybody likes the run block. Right. Like, (laughs) that'd be nice. I mean, I'm just saying. Everybody likes the run block, and everybody going to block behind a quarterback that's not selfish. Yeah. going to give you the credit. Yeah. Yeah. He walked in the locker room. Don't even call uh, Yonder by name. What's up, Gold Jacket? Right. (laughs) Get you your lineman Rolexes. He's yeah. still a Ricky Dale, by, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, anybody would want to. Oh, yeah. run behind this team. That's guaranteed to run. You can run the ball 55 Run and play time. defense. And yeah. You love to fire off the ball on that. Right. So, I mean, free agent wouldn't be a bad look. I just, honestly, if you had a choice of interior offensive lineman or interior defensive lineman in free agency, I would O-line. be a defense. I'm thinking, oh. Defense? Yeah. Oh, because of one man. Outside of the one man, We're, that's we're not really outside of that one. <laughs> outside of one man, that's dead to me. I think you, you look at, I don't know who else is free agent. That might be who that's, I'm talking as far as that spot. Yeah, outside, outside of uh, Chris Jones, that's dead. All right, the top, the, I'm, all right, I'm looking at the, the top 25. Who's this? Uh, Gray Rosenthal on the NFL.com put up the top 25. Um players in free agency this year. The number two player on the list technically would be the number one. Like number one player is Dak Prescott. But we don't believe he's leaving. Right. Number two player on the list is Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. So, we understand that. You got uh, Clowney at four. Yannick at seven. Those three play had at, they played their hands in the dirt. Um, 
Who else you got? Let me see. Them three. That's oh, Eric Armstead. He'll be a free agent this year. What is what is Detroit? That's four three, right? Detroit. Yeah. I want my H R option if he come off. Huh? Why would why would you like? Ain't no need for H R for all that. Right? Let's keep Michael Pierce. To be honest. Or Danny Shelton. I'd rather keep Michael Pierce. Either way. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, I'd rather keep Michael Pierce. My thing is, if you go with a guy like Chris Jones, like having that, having Michael Michael Pierce and um, Brandon Williams is overkill. I'd rather get rid of one of them and put the other one in that in that that nose in that three four, and use um, one of the end spots. As a rush guy. And a guy like Chris Jones would be perfect. Marcus Golden would be on the end. That'd be that'd be a good look. Eric Armstead, six six type of long. It would be it'd be, it'd be all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You talking like Smack did, like playing zero yeah. one, zero, no technique. Right. Yeah. Those type of guys. Like Chris Jones, I think, could play in both. Can play inside and out. He he's that special. But other than that, I'm like, nah. I rather I rather look to the draft. I feel like it, I feel like it may be more there in the draft than it would be in free agency this season. But hey, next week we got more draft talk. Um, I guess we may discuss the Pro Bowl. Um, preview the NFL. Preview the Super Bowl. Wow, NFL honors. We'll discuss that as well. Um, who we think where the the wars are going to shake up? Um, they about to rob my guy, and right. a whole bunch of more stuff. Yeah, out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.